I would like to welcome you to Emran's podcast. Uh, today, we, we finally have a guest here, Harrison Chemless. Um, she's an ultra runner, ultra distance runner. Runner, um, you know, she's very new to ultra distance running, but uh, Harrison's status is and was, I guess, in his own right. Uh, he was a legend in, in his time, fast runner. And, um, and I remember him telling me that my daughter will be running blood rock and she wants to do some ultra but you know this young people you know they want to do little things and they don't want to do things so so he was kind of telling talking to me about you Harris a few not not even long ago if I remember that conversation but now here you are you ran 100 mile or you doing a, you know you 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 did blood rock at 50 that was hard I remember last year as I was finishing my uh, 33 miler and you're kind of going through the dark and it's like oh man <laughs> you, you make <laughs> me feel <laughs> you make me feel bad but I think I think you kept going and it finished a uh, pretty good time but but you're going back so let's uh talk about you welcome to Emirates podcast hello I'm happy to be here yeah my dad he he actually got me into all of this I I never really ran growing up or did anything athletic but two years ago things got kind of weird, right? It was 2020. I had been doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu for three years. So that kind of got my cardio uh, up to par. But I, I never really enjoyed running. But then when 2020 came, COVID hit, I had to get out and kind of do something else. My gym shut down, so I couldn't go to class anymore. I got a divorce. So I was a new single mom of two girls. I'm a nurse uh, as well. So I was, I was stressed from the pandemic and everything changing in my job. So one day while my kids were, um, at school and napping, I, I went and tried to run a mile and, uh, I think I had to stop part of the way. (laughs) Uh, but I, I had to run like in the heat of the day, um, while my youngest was napping. Eventually I just kind of kept going. My dad, he, he's a he's a trail legend. Like I think everyone knows Ken Chambliss. Um, he's the bald guy that will literally talk to a rock. Uh, he, Definitely. Um, he started. Um, well, I should say I, I actually grew up watching him run marathons um, and half marathons. They called him Speedy. Um, out on the road, uh, he didn't get into trail running until his job took him to California in like 2016 and he got into ultra running. So, um, when I started running in 2020, he kind of put that bug in my ear, like, Hey, you should try trails. And me being me with not much thought, I, instead of like getting out on the trail and like actually training i just signed up for my first race which was uh ridge to blazing ridge 2020 that august and actually suman that's where i met you definitely the very first time you we were about to go up the first uh hill like the first really big climb and you're like yeah it gets better from here this this, <laughs> this is it this is the worst part and i was like i have a feeling this is going to be worse <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's so much to talk about just in this portion. Uh, uh, one of the things uh, I would like to ask: um, I have, a, I have a, two girls myself, and uh, yes. one in the college, one in one is actually doing a cross 
cross country, uh, uh, track and field. Uh, question for you is that watching your dad running those mm-hmm. years, it, did you ever get encouraged uh, to run a, either running back then or, you know, how, how was it? I and mean, that's kind of where, I mean, I, I would like to see the perspective of you know, the young, child. The child perspective mm-hmm. and dad running because my right. younger one is turning 15 and I've been running for 15 years. So, you know, she has seen me all my life running, but she doesn't like to run or wanted me to go out and run a lot. And, you know, she, she was mm-hmm. very, very, very protective of me to not to do too much, but, but they know that I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm unstoppable for them, but, but <laughs> they let me do whatever, <laughs> but I want to see the child's perspective. The child's perspective. Um, so it wasn't that he kind of got me into running, I'd say, um, not until a couple years ago. It's more like he instilled his, you know, his fighter's heart, like his, um, I saw him, you know, fighting till the end out the excitement of seeing him, you know, accomplish his goals. Um, I loved watching him, um, get to the finish line. I actually have photos of me and him, you know, at various races growing up, um, at the finish line. And I, I'm really fond of those, um, memories, but just like meeting him at aid stations and seeing the joy that he got from doing what he loved, that carried over into me and my life so it wasn't really that he inspired me to run at the time it was more like he inspired me to keep going no matter what and um kind of have that mental fortitude and he's just such an eccentric guy like he's just so interesting so i i think that like that kind of got me interested in kind of the niche sports and you know I like to do kind of weird, cool things like like ultra running. Like I'm just very drawn to things like that, and I think that I, I get that from him. And I'm I really really look up to him and respect him for that. I hope that I do the same for my girls. You know, um, my oldest is into running. She did a run club last year. Um, we did our first 5K together. Um, that's right. I saw you. I saw yeah. you. I took a picture since the, the last race, correct? Yeah, we just did another 5K. Um, the just just a call away mm-hmm. 5K, um, for the crisis center. We just did that together, and she she fights to the end, man. She she doesn't um she doesn't give up. She doesn't train that often, but when she wants to do a race, she is all in. So hopefully. I've rubbed off on her a little bit, and so the legend continues. Definitely, uh, that's a, <laughs> that's a great. Uh, I just like wanted to see how that whole thing worked because yeah. my children thinks you know they think I'm crazy, but you know, but but again, they get to travel, and my, I remember right. I take them, you know, whenever I could, I take them wherever wherever I can from the races and all this, you know. But you know, running sometimes takes away a lot of time, uh, right. spending time with them as well. So I have to balance. So, so definitely. Yeah. So I want to include my kids in it. Um, my youngest is just to the point now where I want to start bringing her out to races and things. My my oldest would do well. She's ten. Um, but I've been waiting for my little one to get to the age where she can hang out uh, <laughs> with the trail. Definitely, the trail it's it's. 
it's hard. Um, sometimes yeah, they they all have different mindset, and yeah, I've just um, you know, as much as my younger one is in cross country track and field, she's still not into you know she's she don't want to do more than she has to. So right, <laughs> right. But definitely, let's move on to um, a topic here that I'm very interested to ask you. I mean, you're so new to running, you know, running 2020, right. you know, just uh, were you in any sports before that other than jiu-jitsu, whatever you were doing, um, were you in any other sports uh, growing up? Not necessarily sports. So I actually was more into the arts, like uh, ballet. I did ballet for five years. Um, I did show choir in middle school. I was in theater. Um I was actually a theater major in college, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, I was in the band in high school. I was in the marching band. Um, I did a little bit of gymnastics just for fun, but I I was not um, interested in. It's just ironic that I I wasn't as interested in the outdoors and like exercise as I am now. Um, but then. I found jujitsu and I think that like unlocked something in my mind. I also found my faith in 2020 as well. So I developed a relationship with the Lord. I'm a Christian and um, it kind of gave me a purpose. Like I, I kind of became grateful for my ability to move my body and it was like a newfound um, thing for me. So found jujitsu and uh found purpose in that and then here we are unlocked the uh trail running bug that i have caught <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh, one other thing i was thinking do you still practice like a ballet or or gymnastic because they, that that can come handy as right. you come to the trails and you know just jump around the rocks to rocks you know May not be the so, same same moves, but still. Right. So not necessarily ballet, but I do use the concepts that I learned in jujitsu as far as movement. Jujitsu is all about um, hip mobility, um, movement and strength and um, leverage. Um, and I think that, well, and also, you know, mental. It's such a mental thing to jujitsu. You're, you're put into fight or flight. Um, it's the closest you can get to, like, I guess, like street fighting, but with rules, obviously. Mm. Um, well, if everyone knows what – jiu-jitsu is grappling. So it's like when you see a UFC fight or MMA fight, whenever they make it to the ground, you're you're kind of doing jiu-jitsu, grappling. It kind of developed that, that mental – fortitude for me and um when i'm running i think that i've benefited from that conditioning especially cardiovascularly um i had very poor cardio before and uh constantly um having a high heart rate through jujitsu has helped me with running as well it was a nice foundation for me and it was a smooth transition into running i think Except for the fact that you just use like a, a lot of upper body and running is opposite, so that was different. But but, but definitely, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't know much about jujitsu, so that's I that's why right. I, I don't know how to 
describe this to, to our listener. Maybe we need to do some, all of us need to do a little more research, but I do hear a lot about it. But one of the things you just mentioned, you know, upper body versus lower body. Mm-hmm. I have a strong lower body, you know, my upper body's weak. So maybe maybe that's where, where I need to focus is try to find a strength. I mean, I, I'm, I don't want to, I want to do mobility and strength. Um, so I think maybe that's, right. that's some, some sounds like that's what jujitsu does. So if you think about it more in terms of like a strong core, you know how important that is mm-hmm. in running. Um, and so in jujitsu, you're constantly kind of in a in a position where you're strengthening your core, you're, you're using your core. Um, kind of it's very strategic and you're, you're manipulating the other person based off of leverage and things like that. So a strong core is very important in that as in that um sport as well so running it, it translates well into running um not so much like you know biceps and and triceps and i guess upper back would be important in running too but it's more like a strong core definitely. Um, that's beneficial in running i definitely need to look at jiu-jitsu for sure so tell me about um you know you, you talked about running a wrist to wrist when I lied to you about that's the last hill you're going to be climbing, <laughs> which usually tell people and there's no more hill. So tell me about um, your experience in coming into really running a mile or two or I don't know how many miles you, you ran before that, coming straight mm. to the wrist to wrist, climbing up up a hill in Oak Mountain. I'm sure you did 18 mile or um, and um or i don't know how many miles you... i did i started with the 10 miler that okay. year okay so so still regardless uh, that's right. a tough that's course still, yeah tell, tell me tell us about how did you take that day when you came came in did you loved it or it's like oh this is it i mean i i now i looking looking back now you you i'm sure you loved it you're, you're still coming back to it but right so tell us tell us about your experience that day when you probably is that the longest mile you ran on the... uh, uh that um was the second time i had ever ran that distance so historically i i would say i'm not um that spontaneous and uh i i think things through but like i will sign up for things and agree to things that i'm afraid of or that i've never done before knowing that i'm going to finish it because i like i said i have that fighter's heart that's been instilled in me and um, I had actually only ran, mm, I think I had ran like 10 miles one time before that, like a few months before. I'd never been on a trail before. Mm. And I had no training in my, like elevation gain or anything. And so when I was out there at Oak Mountain, I mean, I had been to Oak Mountain before, but I had no idea what to expect at all. Um call that irresponsible but <laughs> it was fun um i when i got to that first hill i was shocked like i had no idea i was like this isn't a run this is a hike this is not a run because I, I i was i was very surprised but um just like being able to push past that and once i got to the top and over the other side, it was like, I was instantly addicted, you know, I don't know. I just find joy in the suffering, I guess. (laughs) And, uh, 
it's definitely, I guess I enjoy a challenge. So I don't know that, that day locked me in. And I think once I got to that first aid station, I think it was around four or five miles in. So about halfway and just seeing all the, like the kind, you know, helpful faces and everyone just being so like accommodating and, um, clapping and just being excited for me and everyone else. Like, I was like, this is the community I want to be a part of. These are the people I want to get to know um, and hang out with. And so I was, you. that was just a really good day. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we hooked you in, that definitely. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, I mean, it's a, it's a great story um, because we all have to start somewhere, correct? Right, uh, right. I, I still remember running three miles without stopping. And I was so yeah. excited that the guy was mentoring me. I sent him an email. It's like, I think I still have that email. It's like, hey, you know, I ran stop without stopping. You know, it's like, okay, that's a, you know, looking back, you know, I can just, you know, sometimes I just, if, I, if I'm in a good mood, I can go for a while without stopping. So it just depends. Right. <laughs> but, I think that's, that's what's addicting about ultra running is that, like you reach that that milestone you're like okay wow i just ran three miles without stopping and then you're like i wonder if i can do five i wonder if i can do ten and you just keep going and like i said with um you know i did chief ladaga um 100 recently i said to myself you know each mile is a choice each one you have to decide okay i'm gonna go one more i'm gonna go one more i've done this before I can do another mile. I can do another mile. And you just keep going. And then you keep building on that. Definitely. And, um, I have more questions on Chief Ladaga race, but right. uh, let's, uh, let's kind of, kind of keep, keep moving. Some of the thoughts I had or some of the question that I, that I have here for you is, uh, mm -hmm. training wise, you know, once you got to that, uh, you know, you realize you got to train a little bit, correct? So, mm -hmm. you know, it, right. it happens to me a lot. So I show up in a race, I think I can do it. And then it's like, oh, I, it's like, I think I need to train a lot. So how do you, uh, pack your training? You talked about you being single mom and life and work and everything else. How do you, how do right. you train for, um, how, how do you divide your time for training? Right. So, so actually, um, being a nurse has it, per it has its perks. Uh, honestly, I work three 12 hour shifts, so I only work three days a week, um, full time. But, um, so on those days I, I don't run, but, um, I have off days where I'm able to get out there. I have help, you know, I have my mom, I have the girls, other grandparents, um, really, I just have to run when I can, and, and this is why I had to quit jujitsu because I couldn't make it to a specific class time um, anymore. But running is so flexible. Like, whenever you're ha you happen to be free, even if it's just for 30 minutes or an hour, like, you have to take that opportunity. So I don't have the luxury of choosing to run. I, I don't have a schedule because I can't have a schedule, you know, I don't have the luxury of choosing to run um, early in the morning, you know, five miles every morning if I want. Like, I just take the opportunity. So oftentimes I would find myself running in the heat of the afternoon, three o'clock in the summer while my mom watched my youngest or like while she was taking a nap or 
when my kids were in school. Um, and like last year, my youngest was in preschool um, just for a few hours. So I would like get everything ready, packed up, ready to go to go to Oak Mountain. And as soon as I would drop her off, I would go run for, I think, maximum three hours that I could fit in and then have to go pick her up. So I, uh, I just have to like take the opportunity when I have it. And I'm lucky if I get, you know, 25, 30 miles a week, like that's a lot for me. It's more like mentally preparing myself has saved me a lot during these races. And then being able to like strength train at home, I have weights at home. So doing that has helped me kind of balance the lack of, of running and yeah, it, you just have to find the time and whatever is important to you, like you're going to prioritize and make it happen, you know? Definitely. Um, you know, when I started, um, I used to have plans and, uh, you know, I was a right. road, road runner. I had to do schedules and stuff. I don't know right. when it, the last time I made a schedule, I lately I have like different type of training styles, you know, so I'm, earlier, a few years ago, I, I used to call feast and famine. So uh, <laughs> basically, <laughs> right. that training style is uh, my training style. Is, and I may have to talk about it a little bit more in one of my, uh, you know, solo podcasts. But basically, that is like I run like 30 miles one day and, you know, for a week, I'm not running at all. So right. that's a that, feast. That often happens yeah, with that's, me too. That's a feast and famine. Uh, recent years, uh, I call camel style of training. Um, it's my own wording. I don't know if there's such a thing, but I just, okay. camel is like, uh, like almost what you're doing. You know, camel like to drink water or whenever they have, and they store that water. And it's almost like feast and famine, but it's just a little more, little more than just, you know, all, you know, not running for a while. So run when you can run where you can, wherever, you know, that's, you see my post about those kind of things, because, because that's, that's the only way you could do it. Correct. Life, life happening. And you cannot stop and, you know, you know, it's just, just, and mm -hmm. other people are more priority than yourself. Uh, in these, especially when you have small children, I remember, right. I remember when my child was small, small, like a, even less than a year when I started running, I used to run in my backyard a little bit, you know, not like what I did the backyard marathon, one of those years, <laughs> 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 but just a little bit, you know, just to kind of get out. I still go out outside the back backyard and walk, and you know I don't I haven't I don't have start I have to run in the backyard lately, but but definitely um you know it counts it counts, it counts. exactly every every little thing counts. So if I, if my girls go out we go out and walk a mile, I I'm happy with that. Like we got out, I, I can involve them with training, so I'm happy with with whatever we can get get out of it and like like you said you're you're always having to like prioritize other you know your children I, I'm always taking care of someone I'm a nurse so like work home like I'm always uh focused on taking care of other people so that that's why running so special for me because it's something just just for me to be able to like focus on for myself so Definitely. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a lot of me time, but still, you're thinking yeah. like, okay, am I missing something here? One yeah. of the one of the thing I just tell you that um, you know it gets better for 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 as your children grows a little bit bigger, you know, 
just so you know, uh, mm -hmm. because I've been experienced through whatever you're talking about. And, and you know, I um, other thing that I that I say, like, you know, if your kids are in any any activity that you have to drop them off. I mean, I, I, I used to just drop my uh, child and I'll go run or something like that. Mm -hmm. Be there whenever they're finished. So, you know, so that's you know, even today, that's what I was doing. I dropped my daughter off and it was early in the morning and ride a bicycle for like 45 minutes. And right. Uh, I'm going to go run after this, actually. <laughs> um, like my my youngest just started kindergarten. So I'm I'm grateful. Uh, I'm really going to get some good training in now mm. because my girls are both in school all day long. So I, my world has opened up so mm. much. One of the things you always have to have is a phone so just, and not too far from like, you know, if, if you, if school start calling, you gotta be there. So that's usually, I know. that's, I, I get worried about being lost out in Oak mountain, like yeah. with no service and, uh, I needed, but luckily I have uh, grandparents to yeah. come to the rescue. Definitely. Red mountain is, um, I think red mountain has a service all, all across. Uh, oh, did I say, I meant Oak. Yeah. You said Oak. Okay, yeah. Okay. Oak mountain. Red has. Red's better. Red's closer to me, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. It's, it's, if you st start running, I kids, <laughs> you get. Through. I know, right? <laughs> but definitely, training is important. You know, we always have to train. I mean, summertime is training for me. So, so I'm I'm glad. Yeah, you you're putting your time and effort. Uh, let's talk about it. you did a 50k, correct? And 50 miler last year. So yeah, I did Oak Mountain 50k. That that was my first 50k. Um, that was last year. I, I've actually never done a road marathon, mm. and I know you, you're the marathon king. But my first road, my first marathon was not on the road. It was Butts Barely Ultra, gotcha. 2020, <laughs> 27 miler. Then I did Oak Mountain 50k last spring. That was wild. That's when your dad lost his phone, correct? I, I remember he's, he's chasing you around. Always losing something, <laughs> losing his mind. Uh, he, he, bless him, he was there. And he's so, he's my number one fan. Like he's so cute. He's so excited. He's always talking about me and how proud he is of me and telling everyone about me. But like he was at that race and uh, he missed every single aid station, like by minutes. Like <laughs> I think he made it to like Peavine maybe once and like How's he there? rode his little e-bike alongside yeah, yeah. me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was there taking a picture. I remember him coming around like, "Did you see?" It's like, I'm, "Did you see her?" Yeah, I'm already gone, man. Yeah. You missed me again. Probably he's talk, he was talking somewhere. There. He was talking like, to somebody somewhere, so that's yeah. why. Just he's always talking to somebody somewhere. <laughs> Just him being there, like knowing that he's there, like making the effort. Like that's all. That's all I need. You know, it makes me so happy. We can bond over, over this, and he's just so proud. I think definitely. Um, talking about the you, you you ran Blood Rock like we mentioned that earlier, right? You and, and me actually met up during um, yeah at one point during Blood Rock. So I was doing the fifty miler. That was my first fifty miler. Man, that was a tough race. That was like a game changer for me. I was like, if I can do this, I think I can do a hundred mile. Like mm -hmm. this is an intent. There was only one spot in blood rock where we could actually run and you look like we it was just you and me and we looked at each other and you're like you want to run like this is our only chance <laughs> and we flew man we were like 
We're, we're up we were flying ridges. down that red ro- dirt road. I forgot where we were. We were in the reds of reds up in the mountain. I think that. right. It was like right before, uh, maybe t- was Terrace it a- Aid Station. I think. Okay. What was it? A, coming down on the on the on the, the big jeep road too. That was like a really yes, downhill, yes. and we just flew. We were flying, like we were in the zone. I kept looking at you, and you were like talking, to, like mentally, like talking yourself up. You're like, okay. All right, we got this. Okay, we got this much light, and you're, you're, you're like in the zone, man. That was fun. That yeah. was the only time I like truly ran during that race. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah, my my muscle cramped so bad, both I my know. legs. Remember, I was up in the. I, uh, uh, that. I was like, uh, it's never at mile twenty, I think. Yeah, my, my Some, both, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, my both legs were cramping. I was never. I mean, yes. my thighs were cramping. I never ha- happens to me. But 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 the problem for that one is I I did not train well for for that right. race because one of the thing uh, those of you us listening here Blood Rock um, you think that Blood Rock is all climbing hills but there's a lot of downhill um, if you, you really need to have a quad and your thigh muscle strong going downhill you know so right it's, uh, so it's that's like... where I excel actually <laughs> that's my strength truly. Uh, I'm actually not that great going up. Um, mm. I'm very, very slow climbing because of my heart and my heart rate. Like, I something switches in me when I see a downhill. I'm like, yes, and I just let it go. I'll, no reserves. Mm. I just bomb the, the downs. Yeah, so. I, I'm, I'm like a little ball coming down the hill. Like, and I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm always my my steps are so. In a tippy toe, and I try to. I'm, I'm scared of falling down the hill. I don't know. I grew up in Nepal. I shouldn't know how. I did that, that up and down. I must have in my childhood. I must have fallen so many times from the mountains. Just, just, just. <laughs> that's why I'm so scared of coming downhill. But maybe I should have some fear. Yeah. I, I let it go. I just. Yeah. I'm like, if I fall, I fall. I have fallen. Mm. I have, but. Yeah, downhill kind of, especially downhill yeah. like a. When you when you talk about downhill, like um, mm-hmm. you know, coming down the green and Oak Mountain, those of you know Oak Mountain, yes. steep downhills, you know, you know, yellow yellow white connector downhill, right? Going uphill, I I like going uphill. That's when <sighs> when I catch most of the people. So back again, where, you know, born and raised in Nepal, must I must have climbed a lot of uphill. So you know, it's, it, it doesn't give me an advantage. By the way, a lot of you are thinking like <laughs> it's a part of you, though. It's mental. Yes, it's yeah. a, it's kind of natural thing, I it's guess. Natural, yeah. But definitely, um, let's talk about a little bit about um, you talked about your faith, um, how it has helped you um, to to be where you are now. Um, you know, a lot of time I do not talk about a lot of faith in in this podcast. You know, but. You know, true and true. I'm I'm a I'm a religious myself. Um, when I found trail running, that became my temple. You know, I'm, like you mentioned, right. I'm a road runner through and through. You know, that was okay. But when I, when I found trail running, ultra running, um, it it just become became my you know nature. You know, for for me, it's a nature became this temple, and, and I found myself within those trails and roots and trees. You know, that mm-hmm. was my my kind of I, I actually, a lot of time people ask, like, when, why did you stop going to the, your temple? I'm a Hindu by birth, mm-hmm. so, so they say, why did you stop, like, half-hour trail running? That's that's where, how it kind of switched. Um, so tell us about how faith has helped you to be where you are. Right. 
So as much as I love running and, and, and my other hobbies and as much as I love my family and friends and my job and things like not, nothing compares to my relationship with the Lord. Um, I'm a Christian. Um, and I believe that Jesus died for my sins, his life, his death and his resurrection is why I have hope and joy. And so I actually live by uh, scripture. One particular scripture is kind of my mantra. It's Romans five, three through five. We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and ad- endurance produces character and character produces hope. And it goes on after that. But I find that that translates well into ultras. So out there, you really reach a point of like a breaking point um, mentally and physically. It's, it's fun, but it's, it's definitely suffering out there and you, your demons tend, tend to come up in your mind. And there's just so many challenges out there you face, especially if you're like out there alone in the dark and, you kind of start feeling hopeless, like, I'm never going to finish this, and, like, you start thinking very negatively. And so my when I switch my mindset to, like, I'm happy to be suffering right now because I know that this is ultimately, A, good for me um, because it's going to produce endurance and character and hope. I just know that, like, God has gotten me through the past struggles in my life um and like past ultras and and races like he's gotten me through to this point it's like he's going to do it again and so oftentimes i'll like turn on worship music and spend time with god and talking to him praying like i'll spend an entire race just listening to worship music and kind of turning it into to worship while i'm doing it so i have my focus on him and his strength and instead of myself. So yeah, it's, that's where I draw all of my, my joy and my hope when I'm running. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You, one thing we definitely connect. I, I do turn in my worship music too. You know, you just, when right. I first start running and I have a, this uh, Spotify playlist and just, just let it, let it play. You know, it's mm-hmm. in Sanskrit and, you know, one of our, you know, for us is, you know, as a Hindu, we have a lot of gods and goddesses, but one of the god is God of good luck. Anytime you start something, you start playing that song, you know, I'll play, pray him, you know, and the God of good luck. And, you know, I always carry, carry around, you know, um, things like that. But definitely, you know, that's kind of get, you know, before I start playing any, 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 any other music, I, uh, I spend a lot of time just listening to worship music and, and definitely gets me through. You know, I'm, you'll see me meditating. You know, right. some certain some certain mantras, and and I will be out there. In a lot of time, you know, we are alone. You know, in the trail running, and you know, I don't know if right. you go with your group or look listen to your schedule. It's probably impossible to find anybody. It's more like alone. I mean, sometimes yeah. I join people, but it's mostly alone. Yeah, I'm. I'm I've, lately, I've become a lone runner. I even right. though I, I have a lot of friends and people I can run with but just I just couldn't cannot match everybody's schedule um so so definitely having having a god along with you going going to run that's always great so so you know so the definitely I love that uh 
we do have different religions, but we can find common ground. That's cool. It's like you meditate, I I pray, and it's very similar. Or like we both listen to you know worship music. It may sound different, but it we all have you know a a spiritual connection. Yeah, I would say definitely. I, it all it brings us all together. I think. Yeah, yeah, but th- that's it, what you sometimes I just have to go to trail just just to yesterday and i haven't this this summer i have avoided trail as much as possible i'm coming through the injuries but yesterday i told my wife like i have to go to the trail today i mean there's just mm. just trails are calling me in and just kind of played my music and just kind of went alone but definitely uh it's a it's nice to have those connection even though you know we have different faith but but connection through through our path and the trail and hardship this time we spend doing things is so it's wonderful that's what brings us all together i think in uh trail running our we're all different and we all come from different backgrounds and have different beliefs but we all i think you know what i'm talking about um we all kind of connect on this deeper level like we have this understanding you don't even have to really say but we all understand each other and we know what it feels like um, to be out there and struggle. And um, so it kind of feels like a big family, you know? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about struggle. Ultra riding, trail riding, is, you know, comes with a lot of struggles, you know. Just the yes. short trail running, you could just fall down and bleeding all over. And, mm-hmm. and ultra running, what you were talking about, there they go, running 100 mile and suffering and pain. And that's where all of us kind of, are connected because we are trying to keep puts out puts our limits and figure out what's the limit and once you pass that and you realize wow I can't do that that moment is for me like when I first ran 100 that was crazy stories uh, that's out there <laughs> but recently when I ran Lake Martin 36 hours and 17 minutes I mean I didn't even know that I can stand that long but, but oh, hey wow. so, hey, I, I haven't gone that long yet, yeah it's man. just like I didn't know I did I really didn't know and, but let's just talk about your 100-miler. You know, you briefly mentioned about, you know, Chief Lake Dega, 100-miler. Uh, let's yes. talk about taking that challenge. I know you asked me to pace you, but think, think, things didn't work mm-hmm. for for me. But definitely you had a support. You had, I it did. Was, it was a tough day and, um, and it was a hot day. Tell us about your whole experience, you know, you know, you know and I, from from just really entering into the ultra-running less than two years I guess about two years ago or mm-hmm. even trail running and even running two years ago to to taking on that 100 mile or tell us about briefly I I gotta throw in like leading up to Ladaga because I had just ran Blood Rock 50 miler in December and of uh, last year and I was like um I, that was a shock, such a shock to me. You know, that took me 16 hours, uh, which I'm actually doing it again this December. I'm going to try to cut my, my time down on that. But that, that was the longest I have ever, I had ever been out on the trails. And I was like, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could do a hundred or want to do a hundred miler, but like a week later, you know how this goes. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I, they should lock my ultra sign up. Like, it should be illegal to sign up for anything for like two months after an ultra. Um, like a week later, I had seen uh, Trey from uh, Zombie Trail Races post about um, a hundred miler he wanted to do, and I'd done some of his his races before. Awesome guy, like 
that that's an awesome um he's an awesome race director but uh i saw that he was doing a hundred miler and it was <laughs> it was flat on, on a paved trail the chief ladaga trail um that connects to the silver comet trail from jackson uh jacksonville alabama to rock mart georgia and back and i was like well if i'm gonna do a hundred miler like i want to do a flat one right like my first one so i signed up and i got a stress fracture like a month later Hmm. so like january of this year i had a stress fracture in my tibia actually it was like early february i found out and it was on my birthday actually that i found out i had a stress fracture i had to defer like three or four races i canceled um i was supposed to run mercedes that was gonna be my first road marathon but for some reason i was like dead set on running ladiga and I, and ladiga was supposed to be may of this year and i was like well i got like three months to get ready for this and i have technically a broken leg so um i was very committed to healing um so that i could run this race i did not walk on my leg for a month i had except for work um because i had to but i was on crutches and then as soon as i was cleared to run it was like um four to five weeks later i was cleared to like start a he was he was very uh serious he was like you can start a program you know and i was like no i think i'm gonna like go run a hundred miler and uh he was like that's not a good idea I was like, okay well so then may comes around and i've trained but like definitely not obviously not where i needed to be to run a hundred miler um so this was like very heavily um mentally like on the mental training and it was probably not the best idea nobody should listen to me because they shouldn't be doing this but (laughs) I I went out there and I decided to tackle it and I didn't realize that like the paved trail was gonna be so I guess I should have realized but I I thought that it was going to be a little bit better but like it was so hard on my legs man um just the hours that i was out there uh, it was like direct sunlight uh we started on a friday morning um at seven and 12 hours later i was i was 50 miles in and i was like dude i don't i don't know if i i can i can do this i had already had blisters on my my toes like huge blisters like 20 miles in and I was all taped up and everything and that was my first time running straight through the night I had a great crew with me um I had Matt with me he we're not together anymore we were dating at the time um he ran the entire thing by my side start to finish um that was a commitment that we made together that we were going to run our first hundred together. I had my friend Clifton. Uh, he's great. He ran 50 to a hundred with us. Um, so he ran the whole second half of the race with us. My dad was there. He met us at the aid station and was crewing. 
Um, and he stepped in and paced a little bit. Um, and he was just like super entertaining and kind of got our minds off of everything. And then we had Amy Stone. She um, was chief crew. And she just held us all together. She was at every aid station. Her husband and her daughter came out and helped too. So we just had like a big group of people to support us. And um, I just, I don't know, I just kept going. It took me 27 hours out there. That was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. More coming. Up but... until now. More yeah. to come. But, <laughs> but... Uh, I was, I was, uh, I was definitely thrown off by Lodiga. I'll probably go back one day, but um, I think I'm scared of the the paved 100 uh, for a, now. That's not um, that's not a bad idea. Whatever you have done, definitely want to ride a bicycle there. I've been wanting to go there and ride oh, yeah, a bicycle. I've actually there. done that whole um, uh, you know from from all the way from Weaver to. Atlanta twice. Uh, it's been a while. I haven't done it. So that's a rock mart. Coming to rock mart is going up to the uh, Cedar Town is good. Rock mart kind of coming back. It's a lot of hilly. Um, so it's a little. Yes, hilly. it is. Yeah, it's so rock mart. I've done that several times. But but definitely, Beautiful. yeah. Trey and I, we go by the way, go really long, long back. So, uh, really, we pace each other for hundred miles. So yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. He he does really. His his races are very well organized and uh, they're super fun. So uh, yeah, I haven't been able to go to his race. Uh, my apology to him. Uh, this <laughs> does, I haven't been. It just doesn't work out. I, I think it was the last weekend there was a race and then I was like, backyard oh, ultra. Yeah, yeah, and then I had too many things going on. So it's like, uh. but anyway. Um, so definitely running a hundred mile, uh, finishing. Um, uh, so how. What do you what What are your thoughts on on a running hundred mile? Uh, it's very emotional, uh, for me. Like, because I think of running a a hundred miler as well, well, trail ultra running in general, but specifically a hundred miler as like very parallel to your life. So, in life, we go through seasons, and we all have difficult things that we go through, and we have times of joy and times of deep sorrow and um with a hundred miler like it kind of follows that pattern and you realize that it's like riding a wave you know I think that's Courtney DeWalter talks about that um but you you go through these really difficult times in a hundred miler and where you're just you don't want to keep going everything in you is your body's telling you to stop your mind is telling you to stop and when you you have to know why you're doing it if you don't know why you're running a hundred miler I, I highly doubt that you're going to make it to the end and maybe i'm wrong but i think that if you have a why and you have a place of strength that you can pull from maybe you've been through something in the past that you you didn't think you would make it through like a a death or a divorce or some something difficult that you you've experienced and you made it through like you can think about that and be like okay I I made it through that like this is hard but I can do hard like I can get through this and so it's 100 milers are like it's a whole nother game 
Um, and I'm proud to be a part of that group of people who've done it, you know, like it's, it's very special that, that buckle that you get at the end, like that is, that thing is one of my most prized possessions now. Um, actually fun fact, while we're talking about buckle, my dad, his first hundred was on a road as well. And, uh, I think it was beast of burden, uh, beast of burden. I can't remember what state that was in. But I carried his buckle from his first 100 in my vest the entire race, the mm. whole Adaiga wow. race. Wow. And then at the end, we took a picture of us holding up our buckles together. Um, Definitely. I don't know. It's just a, it's a journey, you know, uh, running a 100 miler. Yeah, I talk about a lot uh, about running 100 mile, you know. One of the podcasts I put it called Heart of Ultra Marathoner, you know. Yeah. Yeah. When I ran my first hundred um, accidentally, um, so yeah, my my heart was subtle. <laughs> it settled down. Accidentally. <laughs> you, you know the story, correct? Uh, I sort no. Of, I, I signed up for signed up for a fifty, trained for a fifty. Night before I was not running, fifteen minutes before the race, I said, "Oh." Just put me in the hundred. Let's see what happens. That's not accidental. <laughs> That's a choice, man. It's accidental hundred. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I knew that I can finish fifty. I just I kept going. That's my. Can fast. you imagine just running a hundred by happenstance? Just yeah, just, just this. They used casual. To, yeah, they used to call me Bumper. But same race, I, I finished that twenty-five hours. My first one. And, oh yeah. wow! Good job. And and. and the, the last time I finished the same race, 36 hours. So, so 36 hours oh. and 17 minutes. So, yeah, I, I have not improved. So, <laughs> the longer you're out there, that's more impressive. So, like, I can't imagine go 36 hours. Uh, that's a that's a whole podcast on that. I have not talked. I haven't had the courage to talk about it yet. So, <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be like five hours of me talking about that 36 hours of running. So, oh, uh, so it's like. Uh, uh, but but definitely um so so you you bring such a great point and uh, I I hear people talking about how oh, life is life is not a sprint it's a marathon it's like you have no idea no but, it's not a marathon it's it's, it's, it's an ultra it's, it's like a hundred mile or maybe two hundred mile or people can tell us more but I run up to hundred oh my god life is life is everything is supposed to bad supposed to happen happens everything good supposed to happen happens the hundred right. mile is like. A life it, lifelong journey, you know. It literally is a it it is a lifetime. You experience like birth, rebirth, death, like <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, no, we laugh about it, but man, no, we're laughing, but we're crying. <sighs> yeah, no idea. Some of you, if you haven't run my my marathon friends, um, you really you haven't started pain when you do marathon. So life is not a norm. Maybe it maybe. doesn't. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't start hurting until sixty-five. Maybe no, I do well. Yeah, it was so, like mile fifty for me, but yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, fifty plus is just, just you don't know what pain. Yeah, is. Uh, last yeah, time when I dropped out on my first hundred, I ever dropped out same race again because Lake Martin <laughs> I run almost every year. I was about to say you've done that one like. Six or seven, seven times. Seven right? times, yeah. Seven times. Yeah, I, I dropped out uh, last uh, 2021. I, I just, the pain started really early and then just kept going and I just had to drop. Right. I still talk about it because 
dropping out a hundred mile is not a fun thing. Um, I just, uh, I don't want to experience that. Yeah. DNF, um, because it hunts you down for a very long time. That was the reason why I stuck mm. this year. So I, my goal was to go slow and when it, when the time comes, I go slower. So, so that's, <laughs> you, you see what I mean? So, so that's why yeah, it, whatever gets you through. exactly. So that's, that's, that's about what you were just talking about. Whatever gets you through, through that life is what you do in a hundred mile. Um, some of you are just wondering why these people are talking like that, but, but if you have not experienced that really hundred mile or it's, it's a different beast and it's hard to explain to people that yeah. don't do it. They, they don't understand, you know? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I don't know how, how to explain, but yeah, I have gone through all kinds of things in hundred mile. But this mm -hmm. time, this 100 mile, I went uh, that 30, 36 hours, 17 minutes. I it took like five to six naps, I guess. So I just. Wow. I just, yeah. I sleep. I wake up and I go. I didn't take any naps. Yeah. So I, after after a while, it just became a habit. Just like, okay, let's take a nap. Because my body after 50 miles just kind of collapsed. So mm -hmm. you know, older I got. Mm -hmm. But. But it's 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 okay. I mean, I'll I'll get I'll get back on the track. But definitely, um, it's been a really Harrison. Um, it's been so much great talking about so many different aspects of you know your running, you know, mm -hmm. life and journey. Um, I know we touched many many things here. Um, you know, you know, as ultra runner myself and i i tell myself i my my running days are not over some people ask like you're 50 plus when are you going to stop when are you going to retire not like, stop. i'm not going to stop and you know maybe one day i just want to be able to run today's not it so what's your what's your plan i'm sure after running chief like that guy you you did not look anywhere for 24 hours so uh, at least 24 hours no so, uh yeah i was very I was sick. I was very ill for a few days after Ladaga, but I was on a high. Um, I was not thinking about future races, but now I'm doing a couple halves, like Smoky Mountain half, half marathon on sat this coming Saturday. Um, I'm going to do some training in Colorado in a few weeks with my dad, actually. We're going to do some high altitude training. Got Halloween Havoc, 13 miler coming up in October, and then I've got blood rock 50 miler again in december i'm gonna try to cut my time down on that one now that i'm gonna get some good training in um the next few months and then i'm signed up for lake martin 50 mm. but uh, i'm really tempted to just, just bump go. it up by happenstance i might end up running 100 just bump it up just by accident yeah by accident just like by what accident. I did. <laughs> um that'll be my first trail 100 if i do it which i'm really leaning towards yes it's what I'm looking forward to in the next like six months. Definitely, Lake Martin Hundred is you know, there's two hundreds you must do in Alabama. Um, okay. Lake Martin One Hundred and Pinhody. So Pinhody, yeah. You, uh, you you choose your battle. So so. I'll do that one one day. Yeah, Pinhody is just you know Pinhody is Pinhody. You know it's in yeah, it's it our, this become a classic race for us now, and I talk them. You know I talk both races like crazy because it, these are my two favorite i know there's a couple others popped up here and there you know but but definitely uh leg morning uh if you decide to do it and i'll be there napping or running one of the others so. <laughs> <laughs> napping or running so good there's, choice there's no in between there so for me yeah. I, I have to be there but um but definitely um leg morning 100 um so much dude I, I talk so much about it so many things can happen if you the main thing in there is if you can get over you know, giving up on mile 50, 
um, that, and then you can keep going. You finish it, and David will let you finish. You know, thirty six hours and after thirty six hours and seventeen minutes. You know, that's past four hours past the four more than four hour past the his. That is that <laughs> yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's painfully fun. Painfully fun. You have like you mentioned a minute ago with how how it can drain you emotionally drain you. It's like you have no idea how many times I was like, oh, Blakemore has been making me teary eyes and crying, and you know I don't want to talk about crying, but 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 really it happens though. It's like Blakemore is just my God, it's a hundred and hundred miles. But but definitely um, looking forward to seeing you, um, Blood Rock. I think I may be doing a night start this year again, so. So I need to think yeah. about. I, I may do the night start and the blood rock. I just run a 50k there. I, w- I want to run 100, but but I'm not ready for 100 blood rock yet. Uh, blood rock 100 will evade me for a while longer. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, for me it's like a blood rock is do either do 50k or 100 miler. I did a yeah. 50 50 miler one one year. It wasn't like a like night 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 run. You know day. Mm-hmm. And I finished at three o'clock in the morning. It's like ah, this. It's like okay, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Right. But but definitely, um, it's a fun. And I think David is changing the course. Uh, one big loop. So, so. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I, I like that. It's gonna be fun. So so definitely, Harrison. Uh, it has been really wonderful to talk to you, connect with you, kind of know you because we have seen each other uh, passing yeah. through running. Before we end this uh, podcast, I would like to, you to give a word, words of advice to runner, young runners uh, out there uh, who is thinking about it. You know, single mom. You know, you know, like you, busy, busy person. Give us, a, give us a words of advice uh, to people out there and to continue pursue their dream of running, ultra running, being out on trail. Give us a words of advice. So simply enough, I'd say nothing. Nothing really can hold you back from what you want to do. I know that sounds cliche, but like you really you don't have to make make excuses. Whatever you prioritize and you just find the time for, like whatever you love to do, just keep doing it and find your why. Like figure out why you're doing it and why where you draw your strength from and where you find your joy and uh just just keep pursuing that. That's what life's all about, right? Yeah, that's my word of advice. That's a great, great word of advice. It's been great talking to you and having you, you here too. at Emran's podcast. And um, hopefully we come run run sometime or come across in races. And I will lie again about how easy everything <laughs> is. <laughs> and you, I will never believe you, yeah, but you yeah. keep on, keep it on. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, thanks for being out in, in, in this Emran's podcast. Yeah, thanks for inviting me been fun.